Welcome to The Actor and the Actuary as we two guys in opposite states talk about our careers, our life in completely two different worlds as we try to figure out what the heck's going on, who we are, what we're doing, and if it means something. I know that's like not our song, but I, I just felt like the need to sing. I like it. Um, are you a 1.5-er? What, what's your playback speed? for podcasts oh no i'm a straight straight you're speed. a oneer. i'm a oneer. okay you I'm are 1.5 1. 1. i'm 1. 1.5 so uh, you know the the whenever anyone has music including us during a podcast like i i do listen to ours to make sure it's you know oh really i've never the, listened to an episode you don't listen to it well no. i like to make sure that it's like there's no mistake like one time i listened to it and i was like hey jeff uh the end got cut off oh yeah um, good thank you for <laughs> listening to our show <laughs> But anyway, it's it's weird whenever music is is on and on a one point five because it's like da 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 da. Yeah, it's so one it's one point five times faster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you. Uh, yeah, that's that's for, yeah. You you you, uh, you yeah. really get it. Yeah, I've really you've taught me some statistics. I'm I'm getting yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. getting good. You get, you um, well, uh, have you ever tried to listen at three times? No, I no no. Um, we have a a friend. Um, he doesn't have a moniker. I don't think, um, don't know why he doesn't. Anyway, uh, we have a friend who like, who used to listen at two times speed. That oh. sounds outrageously fast. Unless the people that are talking are really slow, but what are the options? Just one, 1. 1.5 and two. Uh, no, I think you can go 1.25, 1.75. You might be able to choose whatever number you want. Can you go three? I was just joking. <laughs> Uh, let me look. That would that would sound fast. Uh, I will tell. Is anybody you, uh, currently listening to this at three times? It, <laughs> write us in, because you probably just missed it. It's probably like a, <laughs> somebody promised us they would listen to it, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah just do it on three. Uh, oh no, this uh, at least on Google Podcast, which is my podcast of choice, my podcast app of choice, you can choose any one tenth so like 1.5 1.6 1.7 yep three is the top yeah see i knew it you can go all the way to three so yeah if someone's listening to us on three let us know very impressive <laughs> very very impressive well a good evening ahead of us but before we start aaron got a question oh i can't wait I wanted to slow down the suspense of this question in case anybody was listening too quickly. <laughs> what are you drinking? What are you drinking? What are you drinking? What are you drinking? Uh, look at this over here. Poured oh, wow. Into a, real, a real glass here. I feel very fancy. A high this is glass. a lift bridge uh, hop dish IPA. Mm. Obviously, you know, lift bridge being from Duluth and hop dish very Minnesota. And so, yes, this is from the, the uh, bold north. Bold north. Incredible. Oh man. Well, cheers to you. Mm. I'm out of a can tonight. Mm. I got a uh, stone delicious citrus lemon drop IPA. Oh, that sounds good. Is it? Can you taste the citrus? Yes. Mm. I can. That sounds. That sounds amazing. Uh, it's actually a good one. Yeah. Last sounds last, light. Sounds last week was uh, that not such good one. This one's got a little <laughs> bit of a nice citrus blast. Well, I'm I'm glad to hear that. 
I am <laughs> glad to hear that, Jeff. Speaking off of a year drink, just a quick reminder here. I would love to receive at some point a Bold North Bold drink to the North. Wild West whenever you have an opportunity. Right, right. Uh, yeah, something gonna, that is gonna... only Bold North Bold oriented. North. Yep, yep. That's true. I uh, I will get right on that. You don't have uh, to ship it the way I shipped it because I realized that I had procrastinated to hit my deadline before the 1st of January. So I shipped it two days, but uh, you do not have uh, to ship it two days, just so you know. Gotcha. Also, by the way, to ship it seven to two when I shipped that beer, it was only like a dollar more to ship it five days faster. So I was like, let's do that. Oh, wow. that's That seems like a great deal. It was a great deal. Yeah. Um, now I've heard like you can't say that you're shipping like a beer or liquid. No. Um, I've heard art supplies is a good one to go with. Say you're yeah. shipping art supplies. I just answered the word no. And uh, there you go. That was it. <laughs> Perfect. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> but technically, if you want to be honest, you can just say that I'm shipping crafts if you're shipping a craft beer. Ah, I see what you did there. Pun, pun, pun. pun, 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 pun. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, speaking of beers, Jeff, what do we have on tap tonight? Oh, we are talking about beers. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not, but that would have been awesome. That would have uh, been. Well, Aaron, we're talking about the film Irrational Man. Wow, that's weird. Uh, why are we talking about that film? Well, let me let me tell you just exactly why. So, all right, we were texting me and Aaron last week, and we were we were talking about all kinds of random stuff. But uh, Aaron said, "Hey, are we meeting tonight?" Meaning, are we recording a, a podcast tonight? And I replied with a GIF, as I normally do in life, because it's more fun. If you don't GIF in life, you're not GIFing anybody enjoyment. So yeah, a GIF is a gift. A GIF is a so, gift. Give a GIF gift. And if you're one of those other people, then you can GIF a gift. Then that's fine, too. <laughs> um, anyway, so I replied with a GIF from Emma Stone that said, yes, sir, yes. Aaron replied with, what movie is that from? And I said, I don't know, but we should watch it. And Aaron said, well, that's a good podcast idea. Movie review from some old movie based on a GIF you sent me. And I said, I like it. Okay, <laughs> Aaron replies great. immediately after that with, I found out via Google that that is Emma Stone. Well, how am I supposed to know that? <laughs> Again, if you don't know who Emma Stone is, well, then you're probably somebody in actuarial science. Wait a minute. Is she the one who made your beer that you're drinking? It is a stone, right? <laughs> so dumb. I had to look at my beard just to get your joke. Um, <clears throat> so uh, Aaron says, I think it's a rational man. I said, it's irrational. You don't know actors. And he says, no, no. Irrational man's the name of the movie. And I said, yes, I know. Classic who's on first situation there. <laughs> who's on first. Exactly. So anyway, so the goal then for the last week was to watch this film, Irrational Man, starring mm -hmm. Emma Stone and... Can you come up with the actor's name of the movie we just watched? Well, yeah, because I saw it in the credits, but I've never heard of him. Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, Joaquin Phoenix. Yes, Joaquin correct. Phoenix. Is he the professor? I assumed he was. He but... is the professor in the movie okay. Irrational Man. Yeah. Yep. Okay. He's also the Joker in The Joker, if you saw that oh, film. Okay. I, I don't think I saw it, but. He's also I'll... in Signs, not starring. <laughs> Tom Cruise, but starring Mel Gibson. I did. I did. See oh, wait, signs. not starring Tom Hanks, but starring <laughs> Mel Gibson. Whatever. They're so similar. Um, uh, okay. But, but, but uh, I, 
you know, I think we need to uh, also just point out that <laughs> after watching the movie, um, I never saw that GIF. So I realized the 30 seconds of research I did was not adequate. And the GIF you sent me was not actually from a rational man. Yeah. What was it from? Uh, well, I did about 30 seconds more research and it sounds like it's from Easy A, which oh. that's a movie I've actually heard of. And so. it's also starring Emma Stone. So you were uh, at least in the right realm of actors. Yeah. And I believe it's also like has a professor in it, right? It sounds like it from Easy A. Similar type of movie there. Uh, but anyway, I mean, we both watched Irrational Man. Um, and, you know, maybe at this point, um, well, how about this? How, how about you and I, let, let's talk about whether we liked the movie. And if we did, perhaps our, uh, our listeners would like to go uh, watch it before hmm. listening to the rest of the episode, because I'm sure there will be some spoilers in here. Yeah, I would assume so. <clears throat> I, I watched it for free on Tubi. I'm sure you. Can I do did the same. too. Yeah, thank you for that tip. Uh, you can yeah. just Google "watch irrational, irrational man, man. <laughs> and Tubi comes up as a free watch. Um, yeah. So yeah, so Irrational Man, directed and written by Woody Allen, pretty famous uh, director and heard writer. Um, you have heard of Woody Allen? That's good. I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah. Can you name anything that Woody Allen has done? The Three Amigos. Oh, Some, the one with. The uh, Martin Shore? No, <laughs> I don't know. Sure. Well, I think my dad liked Woody Allen, and he liked the Three Amigos. That was my, that was my connection there. Maybe uh, he didn't really like Woody Allen. I have no, no, I don't know anything about Woody Allen. The the Three Amigos, starring Steve Martin, and uh, I want to say it's Chevy Chase and Martin. Yeah, Chevy Chase and Martin Shore. That's directed by John Landis, oh. uh, not Woody Allen. But good what, attempt. Thank you. What what's a Woody Allen directed movie that I would have heard? Of well, he won an Oscar man? for he won an Oscar for Midnight in Paris. Uh, does that ring a bell? No, it doesn't. Have you heard of this uh, this movie before this? Because it's directed by this famous guy, and it's got you know Emma Stone, who I've actually heard of her, and Joaquin Phoenix. So you said that yeah, Joaquin he, Phoenix. That's a famous guy. But have you heard of this movie? No, I actually hadn't. Uh, it was a good pick. It was one that, in my opinion, had kind of flown under the radar, at least from what I had known, which is interesting because it was Woody Allen. And when we talked about watching this, I was like, ah, oh, it's a Woody Allen film I haven't seen. That sounds like a good idea. Let's do it. Um, so uh, I don't know. I was I was interested. And I actually have been a big fan of Joaquin Phoenix. I think he's a, a brilliant actor. Um very interesting guy from what I have heard, but I never met him. So I can't say anything other than that. Um, but uh, yeah, I was, I was very intrigued. The trailer, a little, I don't know, sexual, I would say um, provocative, maybe the right word. So mm -hmm. curious, but at the same time, when you get into Woody Allen films, yeah, that's a pretty common theme. Mm -hmm. um, so a little bit to be expected, but what do you think? Well, I really liked the movie, honestly. Uh, I, yeah, I, that's not, a, I don't think it's a typical movie that I would watch, but I really enjoyed it. So mm. I would, I would recommend our, our listeners to uh, go ahead and watch it. I, I think it was great. All right. You ready for my opinion? Yeah. I also enjoyed it. Oh, wow. Surprising. Irrational. You might say, um, <laughs> it's, it's a bit irrational. Yeah, but I did. I thought it was, I thought it was well done. I thought it was well written. I thought, I thought he was great. Emma Stone was fine. I mean, it wasn't anything out of the ordinary for her, but Mm -hmm. It was a good film and intriguing. I guess when I watched the trailer, the whole like murder aspect, I didn't grasp from it, which no, was like either. a really like, 
interesting take on the film. I was expecting it to be like just some movie where this professor sleeps with one of his students and then what's yeah. the fallout? Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of what I was expecting when I turned it on. But like all about this guy who's and again, if you've not seen this movie and plan to, this would be a good time to pause at your three times to uh, listen to speed and go watch the film because we're going to about to get into some. Uh, what am I trying to say? Spoilers. We're about to give away some spoilers here, but. Yeah, all about Joaquin Phoenix, who is just like in heavy despair and like depression um, and like can't perform. He's a drunk. He's a, um, a philosophy teacher, which was also like a nice take on the whole like understanding the ethics of the story and like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the ethical dilemma that these two, the student and the professor had. The professor Joaquin ends up murdering somebody and like to get to that point of... <laughs> like how he was finding his joy and getting out of despair because he found out that he could help somebody by killing some terrible person. Very interesting. Um, Yeah. I liked the concept. Yeah. It was really interesting. Um, I knew it was going to be a weird movie, like right at the intro, because first of all, I was like, Oh shoot, does this thing not have sound? Uh, It was like completely (laughs) silent at the beginning. I was like, what, what is happening? Yeah. And then you know, after that, it goes into these uh, very weird quotes, which mm-hmm. uh, kind of came out of nowhere to me. So like at that time, I was like, oh, wow, this is a different movie than I would usually watch. It seems a little more artistic in some way. Yeah, for sure. And I think well done. I think it is a well-made Woody Allen film. Um, interesting characters, even the even the side story characters, the other teachers and the other students, I thought were interesting to watch. And I the whole play of this guy who overhears this conversation at a cafeteria of this woman who's like sad that she's losing custody of her kids over this like terrible judge who won't hear her side of the story. And Joaquin hears it and is like, you know what? I could do something in life because I hate my life. I could go kill this judge and help this woman out. Cause she referenced like the only thing that'll stop this case from going through is if this guy drops dead and Joaquin's doing the math of it all. And it's like, well, that's not going to happen unless I intervene. Yeah. He's like, well, man, hoping for a heart attack. He's, he's not going to die from a heart attack. That's, that's just dumb. Right. But, but yeah, why, why not just yeah, why not make it happen? <laughs> now, the the part that I really enjoyed was ultimately the kicker that kicked this guy to the curb was simply something that they won at a game uh, <laughs> at the fair, which I thought was fascinating because Joaquin and Emma Stone, you know, professor and student, start to kind of have a relationship and they're at this fair or what would you call it? Yeah. Yeah, a yeah, fair. They're at a yeah, fair. Yeah, like a state and, fair type yeah, thing. Like yeah, like a state fair. And they're playing a game and he beats the odds and wins and she can have any choice of prize. And there's big animals and all these things. And Emma Stone's like, ah, I'd like the flashlight. And he's like, the flashlight? It's very practical. And she's like, I don't like that you just call me practical. And it was like a fun little thing. And in mm-hmm. the end, turn hold on, in. hold on. <laughs> can we, can we, um, I, I feel like I don't want to talk about this part yet because it's, okay. it's the very oh, end. Oh, sorry. Yeah the climax yeah sorry 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 well yeah and you uh, well i mean at the time you kind of think it's just like a throwaway scene like yeah it'll it'll never come back to it but okay i got a question for you this is maybe a bit of an artistic question uh what what's with you know the i think it was like jazzy piano playing throughout the movie Mm -hmm. is that like a a certain genre or i mean i really liked it but do you do you remember the music like the soundtrack at all 
you know, it didn't actually like stand out to me, but I do recall, you know, listening to that throughout, um, as the score. And I, I don't know. I think that, you know, you're talking about listening to soft jazz. Usually someone who does that is a little bit more of like an intellectual type, I would say. And I'm not saying that, that if you listen to soft jazz or not, it makes you smart, but I think there's somebody who like appreciates like a soft jazz and like a whiskey and like, you know, these are really smart people. They're philosophy people. Um, and he's written a ton of papers and books and everybody's like, Oh my gosh, this guy, but he's just like this, you know, really intelligent drunk who's in depression, but that soft jazz gives it a little bit of that intellectual appeal, which I thought was a nice touch. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I, I, I think it did fit the, uh, the whole theme of the movie. Yeah. Um, okay. I had three, uh, I took issue with three, uh, parts of the plot. Okay. Uh, I, I want you to rate for me on a scale of one to 10, how big of a plot issue you think each of these things are. So one, so Jill, this is the Emma Stone character. She's like really into a professor. Does that really actually happen often? That seemed, that seemed like a bit of a stretch to me. Um, and like, um just really into him no i think uh, a low plot point issue i think probably a two or three i think that actually is probably a little bit more common i think you would assume and i would assume a little bit less so because i think it probably doesn't invert as easily so i don't think it's often a guy college student being like oh that woman professor but and again we can cross check this if there's any ladies listening who disagree but i think that generally there's often those stories of like the girl in college be like oh my professor is so hot now granted emma stone was initially like oh my gosh pouncing you know on him like the other professor lady was she grew into a relationship and he opened the door so i think there was um i think it was a believable relationship and i think it was a believable initial attraction from her to him okay all right so we'll start off with the two two to three on the scale here next one faculty housing what is that about does that really exist like i the the plot needed him to live in like in housing right near campus that everyone would have known about is faculty housing really real that that didn't seem right to me oh i think faculty accommodations and faculty housing is very real i know that ucla here offers faculty housing uh, at different properties i know that even back home they did i think there's there was faculty housing. Was there at Bethel too? Uh, gosh, I can't remember. I know there was for um, like master's students and things like that. But no, I, I know that faculty housing is a thing. Now, granted, that was a nice housing. And like, she was just like walking in. It's like, oh, it's a small house. It's like, that's a two-story house. I need small. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, it wasn't a big issue for me. It didn't raise a flag. Well, maybe a little bit less believable as opposed to the initial relationship. I go three, four. Okay. All right. And um, I'm ending with my biggest uh, plot issue here so you know you referenced the the scene in the diner where they overhear this conversation about the woman who's going to lose her custody and you know this is where uh, the professor gets the idea to to kill the judge um it seemed really weird to me that uh jill was like keying in on the conversation and was so interested in it that she like had the professor come sit next to her and like listen in like really like that why like it's it's like she was like are you hearing this are you hearing what's going on and it's like it wasn't that's not that odd of a conversation right 
six, seven, or eight at most in terms of my issues as well. Probably the biggest issue for me too. Uh, what really would have been, in my opinion, and I'll call Woody after this and tell him that if it was written a little bit more like they were canoodling on the same side of the table and then right. like the woman panicked in a loud notion that really got their attention and then yeah. they both equally listened in would have been a better writing point to create less of a plot hole that seemed forced. It was very forced. Now, Emma, I don't know how often you are talking to somebody at a diner and you overhear a conversation, which is probably a little bit more normal, but to the point of like, come listen to this from a, they didn't build up a story point enough to be like, studying the ethical dilemma or philosophy of whatever they were discussing right. to me to believe that she would be like, Oh, this is so important. Come over and sit by me as opposed to it probably being a little bit more natural in terms of like an attraction. Let's be cute. Let's sit by each other. And both ironically here at the same time. Yep. Yep. Okay, good. I'm, I'm glad you agree with me on that one. That one, uh, that one just felt weird to me as I was watching it. Sometimes but. in writing, it's so hard you get so close to the writing, but I think this would be an opportunity to have gone and fixed it in a rewrite to be like, hey, that feels a little forced that they're just mm. happenstance. Like, let's just make our problem known and then go solve it. That, that, it could have been redone. Uh, yep, I agree. Okay, question for you. Who were you rooting for throughout the movie? Like beginning, middle? Great and question. Like I was going to ask you similar because... I would say I was rooting for Joaquin. I, I was rooting for Joaquin Phoenix because he had the most to overcome, right? You have this down and out guy who's like, needs a break. He seems sad. You're just like, those are the guys that you write that you're rooting for. And then all of a sudden this guy goes and he murders somebody. And then you're thrown for like a wrench of like, but like you wanted him to succeed, right? Like, yeah, you of course, because, because you hear in the diner, this woman's like, this guy is a horrible judge. And I've never met this judge, but I'm like, kill him. But mm -hmm. like, then he goes and does it and you're like, okay, he successfully did it. Like, great. But like, are we supposed to be happy that he just went and killed an innocent guy for whatever? Right. And then you start questioning your own ethical dilemma, which probably is Woody Allen's point is like, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, the whole point of the story is texting uh -huh. your own ethical dilemma as the viewer. Um, but, but yeah, you did you want him to get caught? No, I was like, I wanted him to get out, which is like bizarre because I'm like, it was written that way. Woody stop. Like, but, and then in the end, I'm like, oh my gosh, he's going to go kill Emma Stone. Like <laughs> Emma's going to turn him in and he's got two options. He's going to flee to Europe or he's going to let himself go to prison for life for preempted murder. And he goes and you're like, oh my gosh, he's going to kill Emma Stone. I, I was looking at the, you know, when you're watching on online, you can see how much time is left. <laughs> and I saw like 10 minutes left. And I was like, how in the world is this movie going to end in the next 10 minutes? <laughs> I don't know if you like had a better premonition of what was coming, but I did not. And I was like, I cannot see it. This has to be a problem. I don't, I don't see how this movie can end. <laughs> yeah. Well, once he started talking about, oh, I know elevators, which this could be well, a yeah, yeah, plot yeah. point thing. He's like, I just conveniently know enough about elevators to shut them yeah. down so that they don't look like they're broken, but enough that they aren't working like i was like okay yeah. we're, we're kind of forcing some here some 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 uh, knowledge but um yeah so yeah so all of a sudden they go up and you know he's you're like oh my gosh he's rigged this elevator and you don't really know what's going to happen but he's at emma stone's building yep. and uh she like pops in and you're like what the heck is happening and he's like playing this like sad kitten i'm gonna go turn myself in and like i just wanted to say well when when she turns the corner and sees him at the elevator 
Did you like, I wasn't sure if he had planned that or not. I yeah. Mean, I guess yeah. In, in hindsight, it was obvious that he had, but <laughs> yeah, at first I was like, Oh, it, is she interrupting his plan? And then he yeah. played it and I was like, Oh, this is the setup. Oh, something's going to happen. Oh, there's five <laughs> minutes left. <laughs> and then like, I was like, I was shocked when, uh, Everything I don't know why, like even, even though it's set up like that, because he, it even, he talks about it, right. He narrates it like, oh yeah, she I, I got to make it look like, it, or well, oh, oh, no, no, oh, well, oh yeah. like I got to make it look like an accident, you know? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. And it's like, so, you know, he's about to try to kill her. Um, but still when he just goes and like tries to push her into the empty elevator shaft, you're like, if it shocked me, <laughs> I know I was like, oh my gosh, this is happening yeah. and it's not going well. Which was actually yeah. like, it was a great scene. This like scuffle between Joaquin and Emma trying to, he's trying to throw her down an empty elevator shaft and she's like fighting for her life not to get thrown because he's rigged the elevator not to show up and the doors opened. Um, and so they're just like pushing and he's grabbing her face and like the door elevator door keeps shutting and he has to keep hitting the button open. And like, it's a really funny scene. And also like, oh my gosh, he's trying to kill her. Question, um, okay. how realistic is it that he wouldn't have actually just been able to push her right down the shaft? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a great question. I mean, it was believable enough to be like, Oh, it goes wrong. Like mm-hmm. she just reacted quickly. And she, I mean, when you think about it, he's an overweight drunk who's not mm-hmm. like in massive shape. So she's like thin and probably strong and she's smart. She's like not, She's got her factories. I don't know. Like she could have fended it off. She's, she's proven the whole film that she might be smarter than him. She challenged his papers. She challenged, like, she was like, why did you, why? Like she could be smarter in all things. And like, I I don't know that type of discipline. She probably worked out. She probably like, she has a routine to where I was like, yeah, she could probably fight off this guy. Mm-hmm. So I, it wasn't a flag for me, one to okay. two on a plot point. And I think at the same time, I was like, yeah, like at that point in time, I'm like, oh my gosh, who am I rooting for? Oh yeah, <laughs> she should kill him. Like this is yeah. intense. <laughs> well, exactly. That's why I brought that up. Like you're you're rooting for him until that scene. And then all of a sudden at that scene, you're like, no, I'm not rooting for him. Because he's killing anymore. the other lead and you're like, yeah. what is happening? <laughs> yeah. And so then like, you know, it becomes apparent that she's not going to fall down the elevator shaft. But again, at least me watching it. I didn't realize that that meant that he was about to. <laughs> right. Yeah. Case you in know? point. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's when, you know, your callback to the flashlight from the fair. Um, again, maybe that didn't seem the most realistic that he's really going to slip on that tiny little flashlight, but okay. He slips but, but on the believable. flashlight. Like, yeah, the flashlight falls out of our purse in the mid scuffle and he steps back and rolls back on it and falls <laughs> down the elevator shaft. And the practical oh, choice it. of her gift at the fair ends up saving her life and he kills himself. And then you're like, oh my gosh, what has to happen now? She's going to call the police and she's going to get them in. She's going to explain the whole story. Then this guy's going to blah, 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 blah. And then it's like, and roll credits forward and explain and credits. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, it's just her on a beach, right? Like, and I sometimes still replay the scenes from that. Here's my philosophy paper thing. Yeah. 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 It was really interesting though. What, what would you say was your favorite part of the, uh, the entire movie? Um, I enjoyed the process of him being like, Oh, so like, how am I going to do this? Cause I, I like, like, I don't know. Ocean's Eleven and these kind of types of films where they're like plot 
plotting the the big heist or the big move and he's like okay i gotta go to the get the keys from this woman and i gotta go and get in here and pull out the cyanide and i gotta mm-hmm. oh and that's in the way that student saw me and like he, the whole plan and like oh no and then emma stone's coming up with like her own ideas of what happened and he's sitting at a dinner table like oh well, let's not think about it too hard um i don't know i like that whole process of the the plan um, as sad as that is, I like the part of like when they, he was plotting to kill the guy, but, um, it was very intriguing. And then like, after he switches the drink with the cyanide and he's like walking away and he's like, Oh my gosh. Like I was thinking, does he run back? Does he take it back? Does he, does yeah. he move forward? I didn't know what was going to happen. And he moved forward and the guy dies. Right. Yeah. No, that is crazy. Yeah. You? Mine is sim- mine is similar. Um, but especially after the murder happens mm-hmm. and everyone is like slowly piecing it together. Like he thought he had committed the perfect crime. And then like slowly all of these tiny little errors that he did are being revealed and people are piecing it together. That was the part that I found really interesting. Yeah. And in that, the whole, like, again, all about the ethical dilemma and philosophy of things and like the, what reality, the, the big question that's posed is all of a sudden the detectives are now pointing at this innocent guy who had right. access to the cyanide and now the people who have figured it out that you know Joaquin's the guy who did it are like oh no this other guy who's 100% innocent is going to go to jail for life because you won't turn yourself in and that just brings in this entire other element they're like whoa 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 I don't want that guy to go to jail for his you know so then you start kind of questioning who am I rooting for at that point yeah yeah, which I think you're right. That probably was the purpose of the whole movie. Like, who, who are you really rooting for? Like, uh, oftentimes one person's joy can be another person's sorrow, and it's not life is not so black and white. Yep. So, so yeah, interesting but you know, it film. Is, yeah, it is, and you know what is black and white? It's a good film, and even if you listen to this episode before watching it you could still go back and watch it and i think you'd enjoy it even though you already know the entire plot line yeah i think you should i think it's a good it's a good watch i'd recommend it and there's only like you gotta watch like 10 ads it's not too bad no it wasn't bad free movie to watch hour and what 35 minutes like not a long movie yeah um good film nope it was a good one well, that was fun. I, I think we should do a, a movie review again, um, maybe based on a gift that I send you. I don't, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> uh, I, I enjoyed that, though. That was good. I, I was looking forward to talking to uh, talking to you about the movie all day. So let's keep it in in uh, tone here with uh, philosophy. And uh, let's leave our listeners with a little philosophical knowledge. Yeah, well, I. Um, I would like to leave you with a quote by Soren Kierkegaard, uh, the famous Danish philosopher. Life is not a problem to be solved, but a reality to be experienced. Thank you and good night.